Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now onto the show. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Legalpreneur Podcast. Super grateful to have you back with me again. This episode is the number one way how you can get in trouble as a business owner. This happens most frequently with business owners. I see it happen every single day, and that's not an exaggeration. It happens all of the time, multiple times a day. So I want to share this with you and help you protect yourself. So make sure you stay tuned to get into all of the juicy details. I just want to remind you of the giveaways going on. Of course, I am donating $5 for every rate, review, and subscribe during this two-week launch to Hope for Depression. And I'm giving away a $100 Amazon gift card every single day of this launch. So every day that we release a new episode, make sure to screenshot that episode, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at Andrea Sager Law, and tell me what you liked most about the episode. And you could win a $100 Amazon gift card. And this episode is brought to you in partnership with Selena Sue's Impacting Millions course. I am an affiliate. I love Selena Sue and the resources that she provides to small business owners like you. She is just as passionate about small business owners as I am, which is why I am such a fan of hers. I took her Impacting Millions course last year, and it is a very large part of the reason why I was able to make $450,000 in my first full year of business. And that's when I was actually projecting to make $250,000. It just blew away my expectations. Her course is an investment and I was so scared to make that investment because as a new business owner, you're trying to do all the things and trying to stretch your money as far as it can go. I had a feeling that it would work for me. And guess what? It definitely got my money back and then some. So if you're interested in that, make sure to click the link in the show notes to download her publicity checklist, the seven must-haves to get the publicity you desire. Get on TV and magazines, podcasts, you name it, you can get it. All right, now getting into this episode, the number one way that you as a business owner can get in trouble with the law. This is typically the first way. I'm not going to say the only way that business owners get in trouble, but if a business owner makes a legal mistake within their business, it's because of this. All right. So I'm just going to give it to you guys. If you use a photo that you don't own or you did not take yourself, you're probably infringing on somebody else's copyright. And guess what? You can be sued for it. You can and will be sued. You will most likely receive a cease and desist letter. It's the easiest way to get your business shut down and it's so easily avoidable. Even if you hire a photographer for your brand, so whether you get brand photos or you want to take product photos, you don't own those photos. Typically, you are only paying that photographer to give you a license to use those photos. The photographer still owns those photos and they can use them however they want to because that's their property. Now, 
I work with a lot of clothing boutique owners and they work with photographers to get clothing photos, branding photos, you name it. They work with photographers the most in my experience. And I have seen so many boutique owners that have had a problem with photographers using the photos that they took. And they'll come to me and they say, hey, I hired this photographer to take photos for my brand and I didn't give them permission to use those photos on their own Instagram or whatever. And I say, okay, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but you don't actually own those photos. Those are the possession of the photographer. The photographer owns those photos. And it, it can be hard to wrap your head around it because you're hiring somebody specifically to take these photos, but it's the photographer's work. They own the photos. Now, if there's a written contract and the contract specifically says the photographer is relinquishing all rights or assigning all rights to the other party in the contract, well, then that's a different story. But I can pretty much guarantee that you'll be paying a much higher premium for those photos. Typically, you can get a brand shoot. I've, I mean, I've seen it anywhere from $150 to you name it. I've seen it. It can be even more than that. But what you're paying for is just a license. That means permission to use those photos. Now, once that photographer takes the photo, they own the copyright to it. They own the federal copyright. They do not need a registration. They do not have to have the copyright registration. You are automatically granted copyright protection the moment the work is created. Now, you will want the registration for different things, such as suing someone. You cannot sue anybody in United States federal court without a copyright registration. That's actually new. That came out in 2019. The Supreme Court of the United States actually ruled on that last year because that was a big battle between different states of whether you could sue someone after you applied for it or if you had to wait until the copyright office ruled on whether you got the registration or not. So what happens when you have the actual copyright rights? What does that actually mean? So once you have copyright rights, that means you have the exclusive right to copy, distribute, and create derivative works of your copyright. So that means nobody else in the world can do that unless you give them permission, which is a license. So like I said, the person that takes the photo owns the copyright. There are some exceptions to this, such as if you have an actual employee that takes your photos, the company then owns those photos. And of course, if you have a written contract and the contract says the photographer does not own the rights to those photos, then of course, that's a different story. So if you're a photographer and you have had your photos ripped off, stolen, What are your rights? And other listeners, make sure you're paying attention because knowing what the rights are of a photographer, you can know what your rights are or what you you can and cannot do or know if somebody is blowing smoke when they reach out to you because you use their photo. So make sure you're paying attention. As a photographer, I typically tell my clients to reach out to the other party yourself. This is because especially if it looks like it's, you know, Susie Homemaker who started her business yesterday. You don't want to pay me or another attorney a few hundred dollars to send a cease and desist letter if they don't even have money to pay, if it doesn't look like they have money to pay. So if you reach out, 
and explain, hey, like this is copyright infringement. This is my photo. In my experience, I have seen that they're very apologetic. But if they're not apologetic, that's when it's time to get the attorney involved, whether it's me or your own attorney. If they are a repeat infringer, then you may not want to reach out at first. You may just want to go straight to sending the letter. Or if they look like an established business that should know the law, then you may want to reach out, but you still may want to request damages or a retroactive license. Now, if you're balling on a budget and you don't have money to send a cease and desist letter or you just don't want to deal with it, you don't care about getting a retroactive license or any damages, then what you can do to at least get the work removed from the internet is submit a DMCA takedown. This is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. This was put in place for obvious reasons because things can be blown up on the internet. You can post a photo and then it can go viral in an hour. And in order to stop that, you can submit DMCA takedown notices pretty much with every online platform. Website hosts have to abide by this law or else they can be sued as well for copyright infringement. There's a lot more details to the DMCA, but just know that this is available to you. If you want to submit one yourself, you can literally just Google Facebook DMCA or Instagram DMCA, Etsy DMCA, wherever the work is hosted, just Google that plus DMCA and you should be able to find their reporting form. And then of course, other rights that you have are to send a cease and desist letter. That's typically when it looks like somebody is established or they're ignoring you and you want to get a settlement payment, that's when you want to send a cease and desist letter. And when it comes to DMCA takedowns, you don't have to have a copyright registration. Tons of copyrighted works for our clients, whether they have registrations or not. So we're constantly looking online for unauthorized uses of their photos, designs, whatever we're monitoring for our client, we're constantly looking for unauthorized uses to get those removed from the internet. We have a program that really helps to tighten up our client's online presence. So if there are unauthorized uses, we clean that up for our clients. So that's essentially what your rights are as a photographer. Some quick tips for business owners, whether you're a photographer or any other type of business owner, Do not use a photo that you don't own. That means if you didn't take it, if you don't have permission to use that photo, you can be sued. Permission is a license. And all you need, if you find a photo on Instagram that you really like or anywhere on the internet and you know who the owner is, all you have to do is shoot them a message or an email and say, hey, I really like this photo. I would like to use it for this or this. Can I do that? They may say yes. They may say no. Or they may say, yes, I want this payment or maybe I want credit. And speaking to credit, even if you don't own the photo, if you give credit, that does not relieve you of copyright infringement. I'm going to repeat that because so many people are going to be surprised. Even if you give credit, that does not relieve you of copyright infringement. You are still liable for copyright infringement. That means you can still be sued even if you give credit for using someone else's photo. And when you're using stock photo sites, you need to make sure that you are paying attention to the fine print. There can be somewhat of a scam with stock photos. And I'm going to do an entire episode on that because it's very important that you read the fine print. 
especially with stock photos. So make sure you stay tuned for that episode. It will be coming up very soon. That's what I have to say about using photos in your business that you don't own. Make sure you either take the photo yourself, you hire a photographer to get a license from them to use those photos, or you obtain a license through a stock photo site or find stock photos, pay for licenses. You're a business owner now, so you are held to a higher standard. If you're just a consumer and you're not a business owner, then guess what? You can't be sued. Well, you can be sued, but it won't be worth it because there are no damages to pay. But if you're a business owner, guess what? You are now held to a higher standard and you have many more reasons to get sued. Don't get freaked out by that. Just know that it's the reality of being a business owner. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you share this and help your friends know how to prevent themselves from getting sued, especially when they are in business, because this is the number one way and the quickest way that I see business owners getting in trouble. And that's not a joke. It's not an exaggeration. Every single day, I see people either infringing on others' copyrights or there are clients that are being ripped off. It happens every single day. Do yourself a favor, prevent the issue yourself and just get your own photos. All right, that's all I have for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. I will be donating $5 to Hope for Depression for every rate, review, and subscribe during this two-week launch. And for every day that we release a new episode during this two-week launch, I will be giving away a $100 Amazon gift card to one lucky winner. All you have to do to enter is screenshot this episode Share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at Andrea Sager Law, and let me know what you liked most about the episode. Thank you guys. I'll see you next time. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.